The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Hello. 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 You I... must be the city beautiful. Oh. Oh, town. Oh, town? Oh, town. The band, not you. You all cheese. Are it. you all O Town? I'm just the saying, band? if O Town is here, I left them tickets at Will Call. They're a 2,000 person supergroup, O Town. <laughs> and they're a militia. Did you know O Town is a militia now? 90s kids, remember them? <laughs> You'll mil- never believe where they are now. They're a militia. <laughs> oh. oh, they live in the Everglades. <laughs> um, so we have spent the last, it feels like, God damn it, a year at Disney World. Yeah. Okay, it's so, it's so choice. We've been there, I've been there with my uh, many children for two years in a row. Paul... Paul asked me, um, did you have fun? And I told him, well, I'm a parent, so it's not so much like having fun as is dying on the cross (laughs) for (laughs) the entertainment of your children. (laughs) Um, Because I can't do any of the good stuff anymore. And uh, they just, it's so hot. And they They don't don't care. They don't care. It's my problem that it's hot is... My fault. My favorite thing, um, so my, my daughter is almost two, and it's really fun, no, and it's really fun <laughs> to watch as her personality develops, and like, there's something, because when, when they're a baby, you project a lot, and you say like, oh, they love jokes, but then when they actually form a personality, you're like, oh, I know what they like and don't like now, and we were at a breakfast this morning, which, unbeknownst to us, turned out to be a character breakfast. <laughs> And Rapunzel showed up, and BB was like, kind of like, okay. And then later, Ariel showed up, and BB was way into Ariel, much like teenage Travis. And adult Travis. <laughs> and then, but in between, in between Rapunzel and Ariel, and after Ariel, Flynn Ryder showed up and Prince Eric showed up and she was not into them. Like, hey. this, is, this is her with Rapunzel. Hmm. This is her with Flynn Ryder and Prince Eric. By the way, I hope Prince Eric just picked up a frying pan and was Flynn Ryder because there ain't no fucking difference. <laughs> They're the same dude, okay? Sorry. Them and post-transformation beast. Um, have we have who isn't as attractive as pre-transformation beast? So furries, I get it. Sure, yeah. I get it. He's way more pre-transformation beast fights off like twelve wolves. So, so beefy dope. and Diesel. Beef, beef, Here's yeah. my oh one. Oh my god. Here's my one about Disney. Here's my one. We all went to the Animal Kingdom, got wild uh, over there, and we got on the train over to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh fuck, this is so choice. Griffin, oh. will you actually tell? Okay, I'll tell the first half. So there's a guy there, and he's like, there's a guy named Rick. He's an old man in front of us. And Rick's like, and... Uh, he's actually 25. He's just worked with kids for the last five years. 
a uh, he's like, and also uh, no smoking is permitted on the train. And I start asking him in increasing volumes, like, can we vape? <laughs> can we at, vape? At this frequency. Rick, can we vape? Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Rick, can we vape? Rick, can we vape? At which point... <laughs> the woman sitting next to Justin says, No! <laughs> so fucking choice, so tight. Feed it to me slowly like grapes. That's my shit right there. <laughs> That's my shit, because Justin immediately went, oh, it's a ju- It was a joke. <laughs> For the whole fucking train ride. We went to the petting zoo touching goats and shit, and Justin was still like... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking paralyzed by the... Oh, man, it was so tight. Here's my Disney thing. Can we talk about how every fucking attraction at that park, which I had a beautiful, wonderful time in, this is the Walt Disney Theater. (laughs) Every single attraction at that park has a scary part in it. It's got a a scary dubstep drop somewhere in the middle of it, which isn't so good when you're there with a 20-month-old and you're like, oh, it's the Winnie the Pooh ride. It's going to be great. And then you've got like one room where you're going through the 100-acre wood and there's Piglet like playing tug-of-war with Rue or some shit. And you're like, this is so nice. And the baby's like, this is so nice. And then you turn the corner and you're in like Tigger's Abyss. (laughs) Where it's fucking, it's pitch black and he crawls out of the void and is like, time to bounce, motherfucker. <laughs> and then your cart, <laughs> your cart rocks back and forth for what feels like 20 minutes. And then you go into like the heffalump nightmare zone <laughs> where these neon elephants scream like, I'm going to kill your son, Griffin. <laughs> It's, it's the longer portion of the ride than the 100-acre wood part. The, like, acid flashback is the long during part. The, during the, the Kilimanjaro Safari in Animal Kingdom, it's like, there's a zebra, there's a giraffe. Uh-oh, this bridge looks pretty rickety. Whoa, whoa, why did there need to be a fucking scary part on the safari? It's like Walt Disney was like, mm, pleasure and pain. <laughs> Hot and cold. We will have Hot both. And cold. Uh, so on this show, we take talk your about Disney, talk about Disney, and take your questions and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. We got a bunch of questions from you, the gathered audience. Uh, so we're gonna get to them now. We got some other stuff. Okay. Cool. Oh, did you just turn on some speakers up there or something? Nice. So, all right, let's start over. We did a Disney bit. Oh, I didn't even get to the figment thing. Uh, oh, the figment fine. broke down. We oh, had to figment evacuate. broke down. We are stuck on that ship for 45 okay. minutes. I want to say, I will say, I want to say one more bit about this. Figment broke down. And it was a ride. My daughter was already like, I don't fucking think so, old man. <laughs> it seems whack as shit. I know it's probably dope when Dream Master's there. Now it's an old man from Monty Python shouting at me about my imagination. I don't know about this. Halfway through, it like fully fully breaks down to where like lights are on they are coming and getting us off the ride walking through oh my god brutal like talk about the the fourth wall just like tink uh, and the worst imaginable right think use your imagination as you see (laughs) we get back to the gate and there's a a a a good-natured cast member there who scans our uh, little magic band, he's like, and uh, we just put a free fast pass on there, and that's good for any ride in the park, except for Soren. And I asked him, exactly how long would I have to be trapped on this ride to get onto Soren? Because <laughs> that must be one very good ride, <laughs> mon frere. Anyway, so uh, that was an example of the kind of Disney stories we've been telling for... 30 minutes or so. My friend has always had difficulty understanding boundaries, and she has often invited herself to things that she probably should not attend, such as my doctor's appointment and and dates out with my super hot boyfriend. Okay. All right. How can I tactfully tell her that I'd like to be alone with my gynecologist and also with my super hot boyfriend? And that's from Jamie. Jamie, are you here? Nice. Nice. Jamie's, Jamie's boyfriend just set up a little straighter seat. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. I guess so. That's me. <laughs> uh, 
Yowza! That's rough. How does that go? Like, do you, like, you're with the friend and you're like, well, I gotta go to a doctor's appointment and they're like, cool! <laughs> Room for Shotgun! Um, is it possible, is it possible that they're in the market for a new gynecologist <laughs> and they just want to see how they work it? Just want to see how, it, how they do it. How does your gynecologist do it? Maybe, and you're like sitting in the back, like your friend's like judging and praising, like, hmm, hmm, pretty good. Nice, <laughs> nice. Other side of that coin, are they in the market for a super hot boyfriend? Right. And they just want to see how your super hot boyfriend works. I've been it. thinking about getting a super hot boyfriend myself. Let me see how it's, uh, let me kick the tires on this relationship, see if it's worth the effort. Oh, kissing. Good. Oh, nice. Good. I heard of that. I like it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Smooch it out. Is your friend at all supportive when they're there at these places with you? He's asking rhetorically, of course. You're a thousand years away. <laughs> <laughs> Is there that much variety in the, the gynecologist game? I have no way of answering this question. Neither do you two. Okay. Nobody on this stage knows how to answer that question. Oh, no. Who was that for? <laughs> My wife is backstage, like, screaming, like, yeah, some are terrible. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and some super hot boyfriends are also pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Not, Not true. Not that one, though. You're all right. Jamie, is your super hot boyfriend here? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I heard a second yeah oh. there. I did hear a second yeah there where I might say uh, kudos on the confidence. Can we get actually silence? Obviously we can't see you and we wouldn't want to put you on blast like that, but just like we can tell from the voice, if you can just say like, yeah, I'm here. Oh, Damn. that's a hot oh. 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 That's a good bake, Mary. Damn. Damn, Mary. Damn, Damn Mary. That's a good bake. Damn. Let that shit prove just Whoa. long enough, Mary. Damn. That's <laughs> Damn. Crumb. No sock. that crumb. Bottom on that one. Damn, Mary. Damn. Good bake. Shit. Let me get like something else. Like, hey, come hop in my Jaguar. <laughs> Hold on, wait. One, two, three, go. We've got a star baker right here. Damn, I'm about to get the vapors up here. Shit. That's a beefy guy you got there. Dang. Can you... Maybe she just thinks he's sexy and wants to be around him. Huh. Did you yeah, think about, maybe your friend is just trying to steal your boyfriend. He's a, no problem at all. Maybe she's Mr. Steal Your Man. No, listen. What if... I mean, can you blame her, though? That's kind of where I'm sure. at. Uh, he, he's just a disembodied voice in the darkness to me, and I already want to take him to Chunky Cheese. <laughs> Shit! It sounded like you said Chunky Cheese. <laughs> That's a different place where we are going. How about a Yahoo? This one was sent in by Adrian Cowles. Thank you, Adrian. It's Yahoo Answers user Amen who asks. Hey, wait, quick timeout before I forget. Can you please um, record yourself saying that stuff and email it to us so we can put it in the episode? Cause <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to edit it in We're going to edit it in and post, so if you could do and that. And also, Justin just wants it for a reason. You can just... <laughs> shut up. You can just use voice memos. Yeah, figure it out. Amen is your chance at stardom. Amen asks, there's an important surfing competition in September. Dad, I want to go to that before I graduate college. Please, Dad, please say Yes. That's the narrowest cast I've ever seen. That's like saying, I want to catch that fish. What? Is it your son? Is it your son? It's my son. He's 20 months old. He's got some time till college. (laughs) Unless he's a real Doogie Howser. Have you heard of Baby Freshman? He's so cool. Skateboards to class. On his knees, can't walk super good yet. <laughs> He's doing so bad. Can't read. Can't read or talk. So bad. So bad. He is a college student. 
failure <laughs> at all of it. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's, a, that's a hard no from me to my son, but that's probably not That's how your asking. son is trying to get in touch with you. That's how Griffin tells his son he has to contact him. Yeah, Griffin's son walks in and says, hey, Dad, I have a quick question for you. And I say, holy shit, you're talking so good. How? No, you Put say. Put in the bit. Okay, I'm in the bit. Go, go in the bit. Hey, Dad, I have a question for you. Okay, uh, yes, uh, yes. Now, but be- you know, you know, uh, you know how to do this, though. You know the correct way to file a question with your father. The Dad, only- please, I'm in the no, room. No, the can only I- means of communication that mean fucking anything to me anymore is Yahoo Answers. <laughs> I've been on this website for twenty some odd years now. Yes, type away. Send. Um, any responses? Sh- there's one from Lucifer Morningstar. Okay. Okay, not, his, not a given name. Lucifer Morningstar did say, seems like, seems you have skipped classes before. Mahola. Do you mean Mahala? Like, if you're trying to dunk on somebody? What a weird way to end that, like, seems like you skipped classes. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahola. Also, how do you know they've skipped class? Oh, because they spelled September with two Ps. I'm looking at it now. It's my, it's my son, Travis. Can you not? <laughs> so what do you say? Yeah, I mean, no, you definitely can't. Because uh, that means I have to go to the surfing competition, and I've got stuff to do in September. <laughs> I oh, live wait, it. hold on, there's something. I just found something in the research. Riddle me, peace! Ah, shit. found a riddle beneath the table. What's I've never riddle? had to look at you do it before. Ah! Do, you do, do you do the eyes when you're at your yes, house? Yes, I do. Okay. It's a whole thing. Okay. Sure. So, as I'm sure everybody knows, riddle me peace. If you've listened to the last two episodes, if you've been skipping lately, which I totally don't blame you for. Um, you're probably very Confused. We do riddles now, and Travis does this whole go- green goblin thing. It's dope. This was a submission by Hal. There are people finding these for us now? Yes. It's a bummer. Now listen closely. There are very many elements at play here. Shit. Riley has four dogs. Ben has seven dogs. Ashley, with an E, has two fish. Ashley, without an E, has six fish. How many fish does Ashley, with an E, have? (laughs) Dance, my puppets! Wait, is this just a... Can you read it again like a human? No, because it's a... I think it might be a memory challenge. Ben has seven dogs. Ashley, with an E, has two fish. This is Travis's normal Ashley, voice. without an E, has six fish. How many fish does Ashley, with an E, have? Two. Nah, y'all dumb. <laughs> Eight. Ashley, with an E, and Ashley, without an E, are sisters. <laughs> That is, no exaggeration, the worst riddle I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes, okay. Because it also assumes that there are parents who named both their daughters Ashley, but with varying... (laughs) Maybe they're twins. (laughs) But also, she she doesn't. Because what we've established is two belong to one and six belong to the other. She doesn't. She has two. There are, there are two also, fish. There are four lights. Also. <laughs> Why did we need to catalog the dogs at the beginning of the riddle? That was a red herring. Yeah. No, it was a dog. <laughs> that sucked. That sucked a lot. <laughs> that fucking sucked, dude. Damn. Anyway. And that was Riddle Me Please. <laughs> Thank you. You deserve that. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I live in Orlando, which means by default I work in a theme park. 
Oh, he gives one to Justin, takes Travis's away. That's just whiskey and ice, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, that explains a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, while I love working Hold in- Hold on, start this question over, please. I live in Orlando, O-Town, which means by default, I work at a theme park. While I love working in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios- You've heard of it. It's sometimes hard to stay in character. About once a week, a child will point their wand at me and say, Avada Kedavra. Which, that's the, that's the killing curse. How do I keep in character while dealing with homicidal children? <laughs> Robbie. No, it says in parentheses, P.S. Travis, your hair looks great today. The parenthetical, I assumed, was just not for public consumption. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I think if you get hit with a... If, sorry, I'm a... If you I'm don't say it right, it doesn't. I'm a sports guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Avada Kedavra. I think you lay down on the ground, and it's break time. <laughs> it's break time for you. Josh or me, get back to work. I can't. I'm dead. I'm dead. That little muggle killed me. <laughs> I, I'm amazed, because, okay, here's the sad truth. I thought about what would happen if you did this when I was at Harry Potter on Wednesday, and I had a wand that I bought. Wait, 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 wait. You thought about killing somebody at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? Hey, I don't know if you've been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter recently. I thought about killing a lot of fucking people. <laughs> Thank you. And here's what I no joke assumed would happen. If I said Avada Kedavra, everybody that was working, and maybe some other people too, would go, <laughs> and then I would be arrested and put in a wizard jail. Yeah. I would be sent to Azkaban, start... i.e. outside the park. <laughs> That's how you start the ARG, where you get thrown into the wizarding jail of Harry Potter. <laughs> or if they were just like, that fucking sucks. I they probably think that worked. Get I, out of here. Hey, wait, are you here? Yeah. Cool. I would lean into the role play and just look at them and be like, are you a wizard? No, I thought not. You bought a ticket to get in here, idiot. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stick of wood in your hand and you're talking a bunch of baby talk. And then snap the wand over your knee and they'll go get another one and you'll get fired and there's not an end to the paragraph. They'll be in a lot of trouble for You'll no be in reason. A lot of trouble so don't do what Justin said. Don't do what I said. Is there a jail at Universal Studios? Yes, it's probably not fun. Like poor kids. They call there's, it, there's probably not Dementors floating around and old wizards like, what are you, like Bellatrix Lestrange, like, what are you in? It's probably just kind of jail. <laughs> just people who got drunk at most have. Hey, P.S. One, it's called the Brig. Two, way too many of you were able to confirm the presence of a jail at Universal Studios. How's it going? A lot of people trying to step on Krusty's feet, it would seem. Huh? Dag, a lot of y'all went to Universal Jail. Uh, how about a Yahoo? Here's one sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham. It's uh, from Yahoo Answers user Magical Hats, who asks, have any of you ever used a video game slash movie fight move in real life? If so, please tell me how it went. Uh, one time I inhaled a guy. <laughs> like Kirby. Like Kirby? Yeah. Like he came at me fist swing and I just went. <laughs> and you got him, you I got him down. I inhaled him. Cool. Um, did you get his powers? I did. Awesome. He had purple hair. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I inhaled him. I inhaled him. That's my defense. All right. Doesn't seem likely. Uh, I did a booger man to a guy once. <laughs> I did a booger man. I did a matrix jump. Mm -hmm. So cool. I did both at once, once. When I was in seventh grade, the kids would fall over every time I had Duke, and then I found out at the end of the year, they all thought I was really sick. So they were just... <laughs> They Is were, that a real story? They were just humoring me. What? Is that a real story? No, Griffin. It's a fucking grand <laughs> fabrication. A beautiful crystalline egg. A lovely, 
Lacy decolletage. That's not the right word. That's no. not the right word at all. Like a, a lazy <laughs> Just uh, like a beautiful fabrication. Yeah, I mean, no. No, and you trick. It's a, a good porcelain, trick, too. Porcelain, porcelain, you know. There's some really good answers a on this. A gossamer daydream. Sure. Uh, Bane, Yahoo Answers Bane, and you know it's going to be tight already, <laughs> says, uh, kind of, Total War Games made me a better driver. I became, yeah. I became very tactical in busy parking lots and became a master of traffic lights. Are there a lot of those in Total War? Uh-huh. I can avoid cluster fucks and red lights like a champ. I got so good at strategic driving in my area that I let people road rage already knowing that they're going to get jammed up and I will pass them at the speed limit with a smile. Lots of, <laughs> lots of flanks and figuring out what drivers are going to do before they do it. I mix this with the knowledge of the traffic light. I'm a real force to be reckoned with. I apply this when I'm on foot as well. In addition, I have not been pulled over by police in nine years. Total War did this. Powerful. I guess my question to that is, what knowledge of the traffic light besides like, ah, oh, that's red, I can't go anymore. Yep. <laughs> Yahoo Institute Stallion says, let's just say trying shadow clone jitsu in a fight is not a good idea. It's not my fault. I got crushed. His power level was over 9,000. What was I thinking? How could I be so careless? I need to practice my chakra. So good. Yahoo Answers user question mark says, not yet. <laughs> Thank you for weighing in. Thanks. But I have big plans. Thanks for getting in there. Um, it occurred to me we didn't explain the name tags. So people probably think that we're kind of jokesters and pranksters. Are you not wearing your scarf? I was on my hoodie. I took it off when we were okay. here about the busy boyfriend. All right. We have uh, played at probably over 60 venues at this great land of ours, all across the nation. We have never been gifted um, venue-specific name tags backstage. In our dressing room, there's this name tag that says Justin on it, which I think is very nice. And we all decided, we all three decided we would uh, wear them as kind of like a fun bit of whimsy. Now, we do have to clean up afterwards, so please take your please trash take out your with trash you. take your trash with you. How about, a, uh, how about a new question? Yeah, uh, here's one. Let's get right the fuck into it. You do get the doll in this listing. <laughs> it's a haunted doll watch, folks. You do get the doll in this listing, all caps. How has there ever been confusion about that ever? You'll see. You do get the doll in this listing. You get in your possession this spiritual doll vessel from our dead zone. And then it says, in, <laughs> what? And then it says in quotes, Stacy is not a toy for children to play with, end quote. Which, as far as toy slogans go, is the worst one. Stacy's not a toy for children to play with by Hasbro. We are not responsible for the activity or actions of this doll once it is in your hands. Due to eBay rules, I must post this. <laughs> All paranormal dolls and stories are for entertainment purposes only. And they don't have a giant wink here, but like, wink. wink. Wait, does it really have a wink? No, they don't have Fuck, a giant wink. you've got wink. me again. Justin, can I ask you a question? Just yeah. a little spoiler alert. Yeah, do they, yeah, yeah. Do they ever go on to explain what the dead zone is? No, sir. Maybe. We have way, you know, like I read all these, we have way over 1,450 spirit dolls here in my home. That's too many. <laughs> huh. Too okay. many. But how far is way more way without more. going into 1,500? Six. I, more than six. We are having way too much paranormal activity in our home, so I must pass some of these spiritual dolls on to others that will take care of them and give them a great new home. Sounds like you have 1,450 reasons why you can't be too choosy about where the dolls end up, huh? <laughs> Maybe they don't need to be just any other home other than yours. I am one of the first that started listing spiritual items here on eBay. That's right, an OG. I am one that you can trust to get the real thing. My shit is good. <laughs> Please feel free to check out all my feedback. 
you will get this spooky spiritual doll named Stacy. She is one of my favorite. All caps, the Ouija board and rocking chair is not included. <laughs> Look at the picture. Enjoy the picture. Make peace with the fact that the Ouija board and rocking chair <laughs> not, not come to your home. Does the doll come with it, though? Stacy, <laughs> you do get the doll in this listing. <laughs> Hi, let me introduce myself to you. Damn, Terry, that's her name, Terry. That was quite a preamble, eh? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've gotten ahead of myself. Allow me. <laughs> a, a thousand apologies. <laughs> I am Terry. But where are my manners? Oh, but where are my manners? I've rambled on too long once again. Have a seat. Enjoy the tea. Oh, of course, uh, my of name. Of course, my name is Terry, and I'm a paranormal investigator. <laughs> You can call me a Terra normal investigator. <laughs> oh, shit. I've been collecting spiritual dolls and items for over 35 years. I travel to many different areas in the United States in search of paranormal items and activities. People on here are always asking me, how do I have so many spiritual dolls to sell here on eBay? <laughs> so I thought I would give you all some background on me. I also live by a very old and large cemetery that backs up to my home. Of course. She brings the dolls. <laughs> She's cutting out the middleman, <laughs> bringing the dolls directly to you. Uh, so I have no problem attracting spirits and entities to attach themselves to my items. Okay. Enough about me. Now, let's get to the spiritual item here up for bid. Stacy, the haunted doll is not a toy to play with. Says it again, this time in all caps. I don't want you to get it twisted. Stacey's not to play with. And then, right after that, I'm shit you not. It says in all caps, the Ouija board and rocking chair <laughs> is not included. <laughs> If you really want to have some fun with a spiritual haunted doll, here is Stacy. Wait, a you just said it's not a toy to fucking play with. <laughs> no, like adult fun, like watching Jeopardy together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I enjoy this. Here's spiritual haunted doll vessel. She is a very old, soft-like plastic doll. Soft-like. <laughs> What's that thing that's like soft but not? All right, nothing. <laughs> she is one of my spookiest spiritual vessel I have. Stacy gets really active around nighttime. She has the most spookiest eyes I've ever seen in any haunted doll vessel ever. They are so tantalizing. <laughs> oops, 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 uh-oh, uh-oh, oops. Whoops. Not the word. Ah, oh, no. Violet blue, looking as though she is looking inside you, no thanks. Oh, uh, yeah. You can just feel her presence all around you. I've never seen eyes like this. Your voice any. is getting a little too... Yeah, it's a little husky. She's a very active, spiritual, 24 inches long, spooky, haunted doll vessel. If the doll, I've said it before, if the doll is haunted, what the fuck does it matter how tall it is? Like, do you have a 22 and a 25 and a 23 and a 26? And man alive, if you could get one very haunted 24-inch doll, you'd just be set. You could play doll xylophone. You need to know the height so you know your chances when it comes alive to try to kill you. <laughs> could you punt this doll? 24 inches I could get out the window. <laughs> it goes on like this for many pages. Let's circle back up at the end together. Stacy will bring you lots of company to your home. She is one spirit vessel you will love to watch. She will do many things to let you know she's around you, like opening and closing doors, whispering in your ear, no. You will hear bumps in the night, no thanks. She will come to you in your dreams, okay? So keep your mind clear, and she will communicate this way with you as well. But do not worry, it is only Stacy watching you. Please leave your feedback for me, and tell me what all of you have seen her do around you, and I will put it in my ads, if that is okay with you. Here are a few feedbacks from some of my buyers. <laughs> Already active, very sweet, excellent seller. Fully recommend, thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy with this great seller, an angel. I'm already a repeat the customer. Doll or the Hold seller. on, days. <laughs> different ways. Receive my doll today. Thanks for the speedy shipping. She is really cute. This doll is haunted. It better not get here after Thursday. <laughs> I'm in really in the mood for it right now. <laughs> I really hope it gets here before Thursday. 
Uh, uh, I love Billy the doll. He is cute. Thank you very much. Great seller. A plus, 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 plus. Wonderful seller. I love this cute little clown dolls. Spot and Pat. Thank you. A plus, 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 plus. Big Bo. He's so cute. Perfect seller. <laughs> he will be loved. <laughs> and then it closes out by saying the Ouija board and the rocking chair are not included. A third time I shit you that. There's your $100 watch. My very favorite part of that is the part where she said, I, my, back, my house backs up to a graveyard, so I get all the spirits and yeah. ghouls from there. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a cool place to get your spirits for your dolls. Because if like a little kid goes, he's like, time to visit Grandpa's ghost. Wait a minute, where'd Grandpa's ghost go? <laughs> and you find out the fucking like, ghost-type Pokemon trainer that lives in the house next to the cemetery just captured his spirit in a doll. That stinks. stinks. I also really like the part where it says that the ghost will whisper in your ear to let you know it's there, as if a doll crawling up to your ear isn't a clear indication. Like, hey, lean over. Whoa! (laughs) Fuck. Uh, How about, do you want to read it? You close your iPad. Yeah, I'm done. All right, I'll do a Yahoo. Uh, There's 25 minutes left. Yeah, here's a Yahoo. Hit me. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Andrew, who, yes. uh, who sent it in. He didn't ask it. It's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Um, but I'll say it's from uh, Dennis asks, what is some good, strong, fighting food? Obviously, like sausage links in a chain. Nunchucks. Oh, like nunchucks. Very good. Do you remember in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 when Michelangelo had the sausage links on a chain and Leonardo had the large sausage link that was like a katana uh-huh. and Donatello had the very, very long sausage link <laughs> that was like a bow staff? Like, who made that one? It was his first day. And Raphael thing. had the two sausage links with smaller ones. <laughs> yeah. They all had sausage links. You know in the second Ninja Turtles movie, they weren't allowed to have weapons, so they all used sausage. Yeah, I remember. You remember. You remember. Yeah, they still killed Shredder good with him, though, huh? <laughs> Took a while. He's meat toast intolerant. One more time. Check out Paul. <laughs> He's meat toast. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta say it without laughing, my friend. <laughs> He's meat toast intolerant, okay? <laughs> there, I've said it three times now. Are you fucking happy? I'm not. I, po- I put up an air ball, and then I had to go pick up the air ball out of the creek that it rolled into <laughs> and shoot it again, an air ball again, and get it out of a deeper creek and then bring it back and shoot it again. Are you happy? Nah. <laughs> what is some good, strong fighting food? I have an opponent I need to hurt today, and I need to fill my body with food strength. What's that going to be? Carbs, prot, put a lot of one of those two in you, and I guess you're ready to, ready to roll. Eat a lot of spicy food, transform into a car. Fun yeah, we over. did it. That's our 2018 reference. Oh. Shit, yeah, we almost God. made it through the year without a Turbo Teen reference. So. I would say, like, uh, those really thin breadsticks that you can bite and, like, crunch, that feels dramatic. You know, you bite, rawr, like a bone of your enemy. Like, you're eating. Oh, so eating. you're, like, LARPing a bone eat. <laughs> Yeah, you could also do it like with a carrot, anything you could snap. Plus, yeah. you could probably eat a lot of them, so that feels like an accomplishment, which yeah. will help you get pumped. I ate 28 of these. Hell yeah. yeah. Conventional wisdom is load up on carb, load up on pro, one of the two, but that's all that you get is one of those two raw food elements. But what if actually doing a balanced diet, what if the food pyramid was designed to optimize your fighting energy? <laughs> that's it. A lot of people... <laughs> A lot of people don't know that the food pyramid was actually designed sequentially for fights. So you wake up in the morning, you eat 11 servings of grain. Sure. Mid-morning, eight grains of vegetables or fruits. And then by the time you get to the pinnacle, the butter pinnacle, and you eat that little triangle of butter, you are going to be so ready to kick some ass that's not even going to be remotely fair. That makes so much sense. That's why in Rocky, as he runs up the steps, he's eating some bread, and then he's right. eating a steak, and then he's eating an apple, apple, and then he's just eating a stick of butter at the top. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. he loses, so... <laughs> maybe not that Spoilers. good... A, maybe not that good a pyramid. How'd they fuck that up so bad? How did we go from, like, 
probably the thing you should eat the most of is bread. To like, don't eat bread. <laughs> what are you kidding? All right, we Wait. tried bread for a while. No, no, we no, no, tried no, no, no. a lot of bread just to make sure it was bad for us. Just Maybe you have a bunch of tortilla chips. I don't know. I, don't I think know. a good strong fighting food would be your enemy. Ah, okay. Like Kirby. Yeah, sure. So yeah. We're gonna talk about really Kirby. Tra- a this bit is more. A, this is entrapment. <laughs> is there any way I can make the people I stab legally like me more? I'm a phlebotomist. Oh, you had it. I'm a phlebotomist, and I work drawing blood from adults and children. Naturally, this does not make me very popular. So is there anything I could do to make the people I stab hate me less? And that's from the vampire wink in row C. Are you here? Hello. Okay. Hey, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all right. Okay. Here's oh. my suggestion. Let them draw blood from you. Very good. So you say, I'll draw blood from you, and then you draw blood from me, and what? Oh, shit. <laughs> This will be good. Calm down. You'll see it doesn't... No, left, 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 left. Oh, God, left! My bone! My arm bone! I should really know what it's called. (laughs) Fibia? (laughs) The audience went, oh. Maybe because fibia is not a bone. Well... There's like tomato, tomato. Listen, there's like 800 bones in there. You're telling me there's not a chance that there's at least one bone that we, we haven't, haven't found yet. Yeah. Um, here's what I would do. Uh, hunch over at your desk, and when they come in, be like, like writing on your desk, and like hunched over, not even looking at them. And they're like, uh, I'm here to get my butt. And you just turn around like, good day. And then go back to scratching. And they're like, no, I just really need to. I said good day. No more blood drawn today. And then keep scratching. And then eventually they will beg you. Please. I want to do anything else. Please take the blood. I just want to go. And I don't know what's happening. It's kind of a Willy Wonka thing. Sure. Yeah. And then you reward them with the whole clinic. And then you're like... <laughs> Well, I they wanted have to someone... walk over and leave a small bag of their own blood on your desk first and then and walk a, away. An adult would want to steal blood and their you, way. Your grandpa's there and he's like, don't worry, we'll sell your blood to the plasma place on the corner and get you $30. We'll get you some cheap beer. Maybe uh, what you do works. is uh, you put a like really bendy like rubber needle in the syringe and then when you go to take their blood, it just bends and you go... <gasps> <laughs> Unbreakable. And you make sure. it but then what's that? Oh, in their other arm, you've already drawn the blood. <laughs> They're so screen. busy, like, oh, they didn't even see it over here. That's good. That's good. Maybe yeah. when you stand up to take the blood, your pants rip. And your pants rip, and then they can see your underwear and everything, and they're, like, laughing at it. But then what's that? They, you already got the blood. You already got the blood. A local phlebotomist was arrested tonight after consecutively showing 158 patients their underwear. And everything. Thanks to a recommendation on Comedy Podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. Did you say comedy? Yeah. The, new, the newscaster has never heard of comedy. <laughs> Comedia Del Arte podcast. My brother, my brother. They and me. do something called jokes. <laughs> jokes. Um. Hey, what's up? This is Griffin, and it's just me this time. And that's because it's it's been a, a fucking heck of a week, y'all. And um, I'm just gonna do all the normal middle stuff and let you get back to the rest of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun in Orlando and Atlanta. Um, Atlanta, we ran into some tech issues with the recording um, because your city and uh, its relationship to us as a uh, recorded broadcast medium is cursed, but we'll try and get that figured out because that episode was a lot of fun too. But I uh, hope you're enjoying this Orlando one. And uh, here are the ads. First off, I want to tell you about Casper. Casper. 
Casper's so good. They make these really nice mattresses that feel good on your body. And uh, they are affordable because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you. There is no, there's no middleman anywhere. Uh, certainly not hiding inside the mattress when you open it up because they would die in the small box that they ship the Casper to you in. And uh, Casper's really comfy. We have one in our guest room and every time we have guests that stay with us, they they um, shower us with compliments, which always feels so good. Uh, they combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of sink and the right amount of bounce. You can be sure with, of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep on it trial. So I want you to get $50 towards select mattresses right now by visiting casper.com slash mybrother and using the promo code mybrother, all one word, at checkout. Terms and conditions, you know they apply. I also want to tell you all about stamps.com. Hey, stamps are necessary they're mandatory in a lot of ways and sometimes it can be kind of a a hassle to go get them Uh, these days you can get practically everything on demand like this podcast so why not get your stamps the same way with stamps.com it's it's a very very convenient way to get the postage that you need and save yourself a trip to the uh, to the post office it offers you all the amazing services of the post office 24 7 you can print official u.s postage for any letter any package using your own computer and printer you just click print mail and you are done it could not be easier so right now use my brother uh, all one word for this special offer it includes up to 55 dollars free postage a digital scale and a four-week trial so don't wait go to stamps.com before you do anything else click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in my brother all one word that's stamps.com enter my brother got a few jumbotrons here this one's for mary and it's from thomas who says to my sweet sweet girl happy anniversary sorry this message is a little after september 4th is it though? Slam dunk the funk. We fucking crushed it. But this will have to do. Uh, I might as well wish us both happy birthdays too. Every day I'm inspired and amazed by your intelligence, good goofs, and passion for all things McElroy. I'm so proud of you and all you've accomplished, and I miss you so much. With sweet, sweet message, and Thomas, don't ever fucking doubt us again. Here's a message for Starfire, and it's from Blorp7, who says, Dear Starfire, I love you with all my heart. Love, Blorp7. I know you're all wondering, is this part of the Mbim Bam ARG, this, this Jumbotron message? And the answer is, I can't tell you. It's an ARG. It's part of the game. You got to solve it yourself. One last Jumbotron. This one's for Benji. It's from Blair Bow, who says, remember when we were in college smoking that good dank green? What's a cr- um, crime? And you conditioned me Pavlovian style to cry real actual tears at any picture of Full House's Dave Coulier. It's a fun experiment. Yeah, me too, because it still happens. Ben, thank you for five years of being a wonderful, amazing, and also very tall friend. You are whip smart, funny, and so important to every life you touch. I love you. Hell yeah. Can I get a hell yeah for this sweet message uh, between two very good friends and their unhealthy relationship with Uncle Joey? A big thanks to everybody who came out to our live shows uh, in, in Orlando and Atlanta again. We got... Uh, actually, I think all the tickets are sold out for our Portland and Seattle shows. So uh, Pacific Northwest, we are excited to come see it. We're still trying to figure out uh, maybe one or two more tours uh, this year. So uh, hopefully we will get out to see some more folks before the year is up. We got merch at McElroyMerch.com. Uh, and we just launched a new sort of project on there that is not going to sound funny when I explain it. But hopefully you all enjoy it. It's a, it's a line of generic podcast merchandising. Uh, there's a shirt on there that just says 100% podcast coffee cup that says don't talk to me before I've had my podcast. Listen, we had this idea in one meeting with DFTBA, our merch supplier, and we all thought it was very funny and horrifyingly. It went, it moved through the, the production process just so, so quickly. Um, but yeah, all of this dumb stuff is on our uh, website at uh, McElroyMerch.com. And um, all of the royalties for this item are going to go to ProAct West Virginia, which is a, a nonprofit designed to uh, help with opiate addiction uh, and treatment and care in Huntington, West Virginia, our hometown. So it's going to it's a it's a dumb line of products, but it's for a good cause. Thanks to Max Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows there. Shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and uh, Beef and Dairy Network and Friendly Fire and a bunch of other shows at uh, MaximumFun.org. You can check out the other shows we do at McElroy Shows com and i think that's gonna do it uh yeah here comes the rest of the episode we'll be back with a regular episode next week i think yes absolutely see you then bye listen 
We already know that you love genre movies, film craft, and female filmmakers. So if you love all those things, then by transitive property, you love my podcast, Switchblade Sisters. Hi, I'm film critic April Wolf. Every week, I have a conversation with a different female filmmaker about their favorite genre film. Each episode covers the filmmaking process, working in the film industry, and just like general geeking out about awesome movies. I've had such great guests like the big sick writer Emily Gordon. To me, indie movies as of late have come to be a catch-all term for a movie that kind of defies genre. Billy Madison and Half-Baked director Tamara Davis. When a comedian comes and enters onto my set, they're they're just there to be funny and we're all ready and waiting for them to be funny. Horror industry veteran and actor Barbara Crampton. That's where real drama lies for me. What's What's between you and I speaking right now? Where, where are we meeting? And what's the energy that we create between us? And so many others. So check out Switchblade Sisters every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Another question or what do you guys think? Let's, I think we should go to the audience. Yes, we have a, yes. Uh, we got a handful of audience questions. We have chosen them ahead of time. Please do not stand up unless we... Say your name and seat number. Can we get, uh, thank yeah. you, oh. Mickey. And now thank we can you. all drink in this beautiful thank theater you. together. Thank uh, you. We have a mic whoa. there in the middle, a mic there in the middle. Uh, let's go ahead and get uh, Niall in V3. Uh, come on down to one of these two microphones and let's get uh, M in Orchestra Center D2 row BBC 114. Very specific, That's so much thank longer you. than the other one. I'm hoping Niall is able to know that it's them. Uh, okay, that's two. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it, how's it going? Good. What's it's your... going good. How's it going for you? <laughs> uh, my name, I go by Neil. Nail? Nail. I fucked yeah. that up so... Neil? Oh, you're fine. Well, it's actually pronounced Nail because it's a Middle Eastern name. Okay. I mainly just want to hear the story, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we're not even going to read your submission. We want to hear it. At first, wait, 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 before we do anything, and if the answer to this is uh, no, I'm going to ask you to leave the theater in shame. <laughs> is this true? This is very true. I have a video of it. Hit it. Okay. Okay, so uh, yesterday, Guy Fieri opened up a restaurant, and yeah, <laughs> he opened up a chicken tender restaurant in Disney Springs. Ooh. I went to the grand opening. Hold on, hold yeah. on. We left Disney today. Yeah. You're fucking telling me this now? <laughs> I posted it on Twitter. You don't follow me on Twitter. I'm sorry. Do you I'm, know what the, what's the name of the restaurant? It's called Chicken Guy. Go on. I'm livid about this misconnection right now. <laughs> you I'm heartbroken. making chicken tenders. Me wanting to eat chicken tenders. <laughs> me, me at Kilimanjaro Safari wishing that I was there at your chicken tender restaurant. Okay, go ahead. So Guy Fieri was making chicken. Yeah, so I, I go. It's around like noon, the whole day, the whole thing. So uh, they open up the restaurant after they do their whole like hullabaloo with Mickey cutting the uh, ribbon and all that. And he's like, uh, he's, he's behind the counter, he's making the chicken tenders for everybody. And eventually Guy, comes not in. Mickey. <laughs> no, no, Guy, yeah, Guy's making the chicken, not Mickey, sorry. And eventually Guy comes I, It out. makes me actually very nervous that Guy and Mickey were at the same place. I hate that, actually. <laughs> it leaves, that leaves our nation so vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> we need a designated survivor. Right, who's the designated? It was Keith yeah. don't worry. Yeah. Okay, so please. So I'm, I'm back at my table. Skeet Ulrich was in a bunker. I'm, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry? <laughs> Is Skeet Ulrich right between me? He's, the, he's, the, uh, he's the in between there. Go okay, ahead. Sorry, nobody else talk. Okay. <laughs> so I'm back at my table with my food. Eventually he comes out from behind the counter to do like a, an in-person interview with one of the news, local news journalists. And I'm, he's like a Okay, stop again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody, take a second to pretend you're that journalist. And try, <laughs> try to think of your first question. <laughs> so, Guy, so, Guy Fieri, why did you open up a chicken to the restaurant at Walt Disney World? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done. Go. So they're talking, it's maybe they're talking for about like 20 minutes or so, and I'm like right there, I'm just like... The interview goes on for 20 minutes? Yeah. Was it, uh, it James was a, Lipton? What the fuck? There was like a whole, like, there was a whole crowd around them, there were people taking sure. pictures, it was I, like an event. Chanting, 
I also need to know, you say you were right there. Give me, like, a distance. How far were you from Guy Fieri? I want to say, like, it was, like, less than 10 feet. Okay. You were in the guy zone. Nobody else fucking talk. The story, (laughs) I need it. It's the air that I breathe. So... He, he gets up and he's like taking a picture with uh, one of the people up front, like a fan, I guess. And I have a little like I made I made a sign out of like the the wax paper that covers the tray. It said Mayor Fieri, please uh, feed me attendee. Imagine me scooping you up in my arms, okay? Yeah. I'm very proud of you, son. <laughs> You did a very good job today. Daddy's very proud of you. <laughs> it means a lot. Um, so he sees it. He's taking the picture. He sees it. And he goes, um, so you, want me to feed me, you want me to feed you a tender? And I go, yeah. Because the thing did a little wild here. I t- Joey Fatone a couple years ago fed me a hot dog at the grand opening of his hot dog stand. <laughs> You are a lot, my dude. (laughs) You expect Guy Fieri to be like, oh, you're the feeding stuff too, Guy. Joey warned me. I won't be outdone by Joey Fatone. Not again. Close, Travis. He said, I don't want to take you. That's you and, and, uh, and Joey's thing. Okay, that's very respectful of him. Very respectful of him. What is the name of Joey Fatone's? It's hot called, dog uh, It's called Fat Ones. Sick. <laughs> Great. No, listen, no. There's Is a lot of possibly good... called Fatones and you're just a jerk? <laughs> possibly. Listen, okay. there's a lot of good stuff. We have to get to your question. So he offers to toss it, the tender into my mouth. Sick. A hot tender, like fresh out the fryer? Probably not. not. It, was, it was my last remaining tender I had in my box. It was a little cold. But it, it was fine. I saved it for this, for this reason. And? And he, I gave him my tender, and I stepped back a couple feet, and he, he tossed the tender into my mouth. The tender's big, so yeah, it, kinda, sure. it, got, it got into my mouth and kind of just like bounced out onto the floor. Sure. Uh-huh. I'm not proud of you anymore, son. Well, should I have eaten the tender off, the, off of the floor? Yes. 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 The answer yes. is yes, and you should have eaten it off the floor. Yeah. Like hands and knees. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yeah. All okay, right. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So dope. Uh, can we get uh, <clears throat> Quinn Orchestra right seat E row four? Go ahead and head down. Hey, what's uh, up? Row E seat four. What Hello. I, I fucked up. Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, I don't know oh, how What's to your name? Uh, my name's Emily. Sorry Emily, hi. Hey. Yeah, hi. Um, sorry, I gave, sorry, I said Emma. I, tr- I truncated it. I took it, a wild okay, swing a, at the email. Okay. It's okay. It's not even how I spell my name. It's okay. Fine. Um, so, basically, do you know those Bigfoot shows on, like, most TV yes, channels at this yeah. point? Um, I know we all have the guilty habit of watching them, but my dad... Have you? All of them? All of Sure. Um, but my dad takes it to a, a very big point. Um, he now knows everybody's name. He knows... Everybody on the show. Not everybody just everybody's on most, name. On most shows. Okay. He's actually in the audience, <laughs> and he's probably thriving right Are now. you here? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's right there. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Represent. Um, but at this point, we have a whistle... Uh, which, I'm sorry, I didn't bring it with me. It's uh, actually a Bigfoot whistle. Mm-hmm. And you blow into it, and it makes a Bigfoot noise. Whoever just screamed, what? Yes. <laughs> can you, I don't mean to put you on the spot, so you can say no to this. Can you imitate it? You can't say no to this. I must know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That is what it would be. That's what I've found in my studies. In all my research, that's what it points to. That's correct. I just... He loves that noise. He's crazy for it. He would hear that and be like, my friend? All right. But, uh, 
Needless, needless to say, uh, it doesn't attract the Bigfoots like yes. we'd been, yeah. like we had been hoping. E. And um, basically, I'm trying to figure out if I should let this Bigfoot addiction continue. Yes. Um, because <laughs> now at this point, I don't know if I'm gonna have like a mascot of Bigfoot next year. You know, like yeah. I don't mm. know if this is gonna become like an addiction. Not that it hasn't already. Is it? But. Is it? Is it gonna reach? The, I'm looking at the father. Is it gonna reach that point? A, just a mascot, just all the money has gone to Bigfoot-related whistles and... Yeah, yeah, basically. Must. Well, yeah, I, I would think we have says, a very, no. okay. We have a very big surprise for you tonight. <laughs> Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Come on out. Is he here? Wow. Oh, he couldn't make it. Okay, we okay. wasted the VIP. So... Right. That hurts. But what if your dad is the one who finds Bigfoot? That's it. That's Somebody's going to be the one right? that gets That's him. Right? Listen... Yes. Somebody had to invent the light bulb. Somebody had to sing the highest note. Somebody had to swim the channel for the first time. Somebody's got to find Bigfoot. Yeah, and maybe I, it's your dad. You got to get in I there before maybe. David Blaine does it because you know he'll find the fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> if you want to call Bigfoot, don't use a whistle. Just pick up the phone and call him. Use 1-800-COLLECT. No, just call Bigfoot. What's his number? <laughs> what? I don't know his number. Travis has the right idea. When I collect, say, Bigfoot, please. And the operator will be like, oh, shit, I have to do it. Okay. I guess you win. These shows, they never, first episode, I'm not making one of these shows, Find a Bigfoot. What's episode one? Find a Bigfoot. Episode one, whitepages.org. I search Bigfoot. I put a, if they want a location, forests? Trees, yeah. Trees. I search Bigfoot. A phone number pops up. There's one result. There's only one Bigfoot. It's very sad. <laughs> you call the number on there, just say hi. Just talk to Bigfoot. He'd love to hear from you. Um, okay. He doesn't get a lot of drop-ins. he might not meet you. Yes, he's very shy. But he'll talk to you. But he'll he's not you. mean like the beef jerky commercials make him out to no. be. I hate those fucking he commercials. that what? shit. Where it's like pranking on Bigfoot's ass. And it's like, yeah, he's going <laughs> to hit you. And throw you if you prank his ass. Right. <laughs> if you dunk on Bigfoot's balls, he is going to be so mad at you, beef jerky. But if you call him on a telephone, chill, dude. Hey. Yeah. And just another... talk to him about World War II airplanes. That's his he passion. He loves that shit. <laughs> he loves that shit. All of them. Can you do the whistle noise again? Just one more time. Is, it, is this a serious question? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um. It's so good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thank you, Thank Thank you so you. much. Uh, all right. Does that help? What? Does that help? Uh, yes. Just okay. one quick fun fact. Uh, yeah. my, da- my dog is terrified of the whistle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because your dog's like, oh, shit, Bigfoot's coming. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I got to get out of here. You're playing with forces you couldn't possibly understand. <laughs> Have you seen that fool? He's giants. Thank you, Emily. Thank thank you. you. Uh, you. Quinn, did you make it? Down here, Quinn. Uh, Orchestra right, row E, seat four. Quinn. Uh, Quinn. There's two possible Quinns. Wait. No. Okay, you just scared the shit out of us. One of the Quinns was coming back from the bathroom. Now, Quinn. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, I was at work one day. And I was at the elevator, and there was another woman who was approaching the elevator at the same time as me. I pressed up, she pressed down. It's a common thing that happens. Okay. All right, everybody, calm down. It happens. An elevator arrives, and the doors open, and the down arrow is blinking, indicating it was hers. And she looks at me, gestures, and says, after you. I said, oh, no, thank you, I'm going up. And then she looked at me very seriously and said, you know they go both ways, right? <laughs> and? I, I kind of went, ha ha, yeah, and then looked down at my phone. So good. Very good. Only she off. went, oh, you've gotten out of this one. Did you get on the fucking elevator? Oh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I wait, I wait, the doors immediately close, and she didn't indicate that she was like, I'm just kidding. Okay. Wait, she so like, she didn't get on it? She did get on to go oh, down. Oh, thank God. Okay. And then the moment was over. 
But so she I, I thought for a second she gestured you didn't, so she didn't either. Because you you're could just... see the future. You knew the car was going to plummet to the ground. So yeah. what's your question? Um, we help? She, uh, she works in my building, and what happens if this situation happens again? It will happen again. It will. That's life for you. First of all, you did the right thing in looking down at your phone and going, ha ha, yeah. Because you can... <laughs> You can, get out of, you can get out of most situations that way. Second thing, I regret to inform you, you have been bullied. <laughs> I knew so, it. so you think you've been bullied. Yes. It's accurate. Um, shit. Because here's the thing. Here's what you should have said to her. You know they go both ways. And you should have said, but not at the same time. Right. It's not a fucking wonkivator. <laughs> You're going down, and I'm going up, and right now it's pointed down. How do I know? There's an arrow. She does, she does have a point, though. Because what you've said is, I know it would take the exact same amount of time for me. I just don't want to spend that time with you. There were two elevators. Oh, wait, was there only one elevator? There were two elevators. Okay. Okay, well, uh, then, okay. You, here's one thing you could do. Follow... Her when she is heading elevator. I like work. yours. Oh, what did you say? Follow, follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. <laughs> what does she have to gain, Quinn? <laughs> From bullying you so viciously. <laughs> follow her when she's going elevator ward and try to recreate this scenario. But have it so that the elevator is going your way. And then you say, mount up, regulators. <laughs> And then she gets on, and she goes up, and she means to go down, and you step off like, huh, you're, looks like you're higher up than you should, huh? And at that point, the doors have closed, and you didn't say anything cool. But she'll know, and she'll resign in disgrace the next day. <laughs> and that's how you become CEO. Does that help? Wait, wait, Quinn, real quick, before I let you go, could you do the Bigfoot whistle noise? <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Quinn. Okay. Thank you to you, Orlando. Thank you, but Orlando, Quinn's so much for coming to see us. Thank you to the Walt Disney Theater. You're amazing. Uh, Can I just you. say, Quinn's sounded like Bigfoot in his local production of Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> Ripped his shirt open. Thank uh, you to Paul. Thank you to our dad. Paul Saborin. Paul Saborin. Our, our, our Nani. Thank you, Nani. Uh, real quick. Here's a Yahoo that was sent in by Merritt Palmer. It's our closer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user Garrick who asks, Any bands that write lyrics about how difficult the job market is? My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, and me kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases. I ask them questions. They're good ones. And then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flobie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman. <laughs>